थ्री टू वन लेडीज एंड जेंटलमैन वेलकम टू स्लैम रेसलिंग माई सेल्फ सुप्रीत एंड दिस इज दू डायनामाइट रिव्यू फॉर जुलाई ट्वेंटी सेकेंड टू थाउजेंड एंड ट्वेंटी तो आई एम जॉइन बाय अभिषेक अनेजा बाय and they start uh, building up for the all out paperu then we can expect the quality of the show to go up mm-hmm. all right i think uh, i was only saying uh, with regards to the show i uh, enjoyed the show and mm-hmm. as you pointed out that the three shows the last three shows were specials and this was the regular aw dynamite for 22nd of july 2020 and this was also uh, a good show and now we are seeing that uh, the next stop is all out and we are going to see that which matches are going to be on the marquee so in this uh, edition of dynamite we had uh, cody defending the tnt championship against eddie kingston mjf versus griff garrison young buck versus butcher and blade in a false count anywhere match um, we had the debut of uh, diamante and evilis so they had a match uh, allen pai angels versus hangman page and the main event was jurassic express versus the inner circle But before that, uh, if you are new to this channel, then make sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on the bell for all notifications. We here in Slam Up Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff, including reviews for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Dynamite, mm-hmm. and New Japan as well. So, uh, show kicks off with the TNT Championship match. Uh, Cody was already in the ring, and out comes Eddie Kingston. So he was already in shoot mode. He basically said, uh, "Cody is a bullshit artist." Meanwhile, he had to fight for everything. He calls Arn Anderson a quote-unquote used to be a legend, and also threatened him several times. He said Tony Khan paid him for coming here, and now he's gonna pay him back by kicking Cody's ass. He said um, Tony Khan also allowed him to have a no DQ match unless Cody accepts. So uh, finally, Cody accepts and. Uh, Kingston attacks Cody before the bell even rings. Action spills to the floor. Uh, both men were exchanging chops and strikes. Back in the ring, Cody hits the disaster kick. At one point, Kingston was using Cody's own belt, uh, own uh, weight belt against him. Kingston exposed the mats on the floor, but it backfired as uh, Kingston was slammed on the cement floor. Kingston was in control now as he went in pure wrestling mode. Uh, Cody made a comeback, also targeting the injured knee of Kingston until. Cody got low blood. Uh, Kingston then brought a sack out of uh, out of the ring, uh, which was um, which contained thumb thumb tacks in it. Uh, Cody then starts fighting back, tried for the vertebrae breaker on the tacks. Kingston escapes and power bombs to the tacks. Uh, both men were exchanging strikes until Cody goes for the knees, uh, locks in the figure four to get a submission victory, and that was it. 
the match was good but uh, cody making a comeback after the thumbtacks part was little weird the promo by kingston was great and uh, and it also made sense uh, what about you yes i agree with regards to the promo uh, he is a great uh, person on the mic eddie kingston uh, we know that if uh, you people are uh, following him on the independent circuit and on uh, nwa power which streams on youtube and even in uh, impact wrestling when he was the uh, recently he was the manager of the og lax uh, he is good on the mic and being good on the mic is a great skill which uh, is essential for selling tickets for getting people in the seats in the show and such people are necessary for your show for your roster to have in your team so eddie kingston is a great talent and i also uh, mentioned him that he also answered the call on you uh, on twitter beg your pardon with regards to the tnt championship and lo and behold we have him and it is great to see him and this match felt like a fight it didn't look like a dance sequence like like a young bucks match or like a spot fest it didn't look like that it looked like a legit it is it is happening it's a fight it is a fight for eddie kingston a gray collar guy who is here to fight who is basically maybe he is broke and he wants the championship he wants the money to take care of his mother if if you are following him on social media you know that where he lives and in uh, in which conditions he lives you might be knowing him and you could be connected with his story and with regards to his promo he said what he had to say to connect with the audience you have to maximize your minutes you have to make people invested and that is what he did with regards to his promo that if you are a new guy in a new company and you are there why would people care he said the words which needed to be said to make people care he did a great job with that and uh, he is great with his promos uh, that's uh, the basic point and the other thing uh, excalibur said that he is a 18 year veteran he has uh, performed in uh, impact wrestling recently as i uh, said just now that as the manager of the og lax against the new generation lax that is santana and otis which are a part of inner circle the match had stiff action it looked like a fight between the two competitors and jr jr called the tope suicida tonight for in 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 great perfection that 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 was amazing maybe there was something in the air tonight and uh, kingston sold his uh, wrestling boots to pay his mortgage 
in this lockdown excalibur uh, said that point it also makes people care it makes people care that they want kingston to win they want him to get the strap of of cody and he was favoring the knee which was attacked eddie kingston his selling was great with regards to his knee and kingston was targeting the eyes as this was the uh, a no disqualification match he was targeting the eyes he was gouging the eyes multiple times of cody roads he even low blowed at one point and cody was targeting the left knee obviously for his submission that could have been the figure four leg lock or it could have been the indian death lock which he was using in his independent days uh, when he was at ring of honor and the other companies and we thought when he brought out the sack which you pointed out that he might it might be the mad ball which he used at impact wrestling in his feud with lax but it had thumb tags seeing thumb tags is a big thing that something can happen if you are uh, you know what has happened in the past in the attitude era with mcholy and other people thumb tags mean something it can something can happen and with regards to your point that kicking out after the thumbtack spot uh i guess that uh, maybe points out to the resilience of cody roads they were pointing out to the resilience of cody roads with regards to that this is our champion he has the heart he has the the determination and he never backs down he has the heart of a roads that he can bleed he can suffer he can get as many of the offense as he wants but he will come back that could be the point that they were trying to portray with cody roads and kingston power bombed cody roads on the tags and the trash talk in the midst of the bout was great that also adds to the story that also makes people invested that in the midst of the fight you are trash talking one another you are saying things to one another you are getting into the head of the other person that also makes it real that makes it real it adds to the intensity and the story of the bout it was a great match in my opinion it was a great match a great fight with uh, a match that you can expect on television it was beyond uh, levels that on aw television one of the uh, better matches we have seen one of the better matches which don't look like a down sequence which don't look like a spot fest which look like a fight at the end cody rhodes won with the figure four leg lock not the indian death lock so
so after that uh, we had a small little promo segment uh, and uh, one more thing one more thing uh, okay. sorry to interrupt we didn't see cody rhodes uh, showing any of his antagonist uh, persona like last week no mention of the four horsemen no mention no build up to the four horsemen in sight tonight yeah it makes nothing. sense because yeah it makes sense because uh, teasing it every week uh, it will be a little predictable so those small small teases uh, here and there will be good Mm-hmm. because when it finally happens when he when cody finally turns heel or something then that uh, moment will be epic mm-hmm. that will get a big pop yes and, same goes uh, for uh, same goes mm-hmm. for kenny omega he can he can't uh, he can't be teasing uh, he'll be returning to the cleaner gimmick every week so mm-hmm. yes uh, uh, we are very used to maybe i guess the wwe style of storytelling yeah that uh, in that we see the build up almost every week that something is happening mm-hmm. so that could be the reason that why it looked odd maybe i guess that there was nothing this week with regards to the four horsemen and maybe okay next segment you were saying um a promo segment by john moxley uh, he said he lived up to the promise of trying to rip off brand cage's arm he, uh, he gives props to taz for the way he saved uh, cage last week also called him the manager of the year he wants cage uh, next time uh, he has him in a submission he won't let go Uh, next match was MJF versus Griff Garrison. Pre-match uh, promo by MJF. MJF makes uh, fun of Garrison, calls him Jungle Man. Um, he also made fun of his nickname, the Ivy League MVP. He says he looks like someone who couldn't even graduate finger painting class. <laughs> MJF asked him, "How does it feel to stand in a ring with an undefeated wrestler like him?" Garrison shoots back and mentions that um, he lost in a tag team match at Fighter Fest. MJF uh, in return swings the mic, taking out Garrison. So this was a uh, mostly one-sided match. At one point, uh, MJF got on the mic and said that they both uh, started on the wrong footing. MJF said um, he got upset by Garrison's comments and forced him to tell uh, to explain the audience that he's undefeated. Garrison wasn't interested until MJF continued his attack and Garrison finally said it. MJF was proud at what he did and this allowed Garrison to go for a roll up pin and this only got a two count. Uh, MJF with a uh, close hand hits the heat seeker pi- um, pile driver for a win and that was it. I think MJF is being set up to face John Moxley at all out because that's the only logic uh, logical thing that they can do at the current time what do you think mm mm-hmm. uh that could be the thing but uh with regards to moxley's promo it uh, it feels like maybe there is a rematch on the horizon with regards to cage and uh, moxley uh, 
it is just speculation at this point mjf yes mjf and moxley will happen and uh, it is a very you can say minuscule chance that mjf would be losing and it is just speculation at this point that what is being uh marketed at, as the main event with regards to the aw world championship at all out is it mjf or is it brian cage who is it gonna be or are they going for another some type of bout with regards to mjf and jungle boy because they pushed griff garrison who uh, they have uh, insinuated that he looks like jungle boy and yep. they are furthering his feud mjf and jungle boy so they are furthering their feud on the side uh, right now it's just uh, speculation so with regards to this match which happened griff garrison uh, basically who the fuck is griff garrison that was said by cold cabana on being the elite the funniest show on youtube wink wink R- rubbed mjf's loss in tag team action and uh, be uh, with uh, it was basically a response to mjf being a bully and he didn't take it too lightly and he went for a mic shot we haven't seen that uh, in quite a while that the mic hurts quite bad it can be used as a weapon that uh, brings a smile to my face because uh, mic was also a weapon in the uh, video games we had Uh, WWF Smackdown WWF Smackdown 2 know your role and the other video games we had and Griff Garrison has competed on AW Dark and after the break after the commercial break it looked like an I quit match basically uh, it was one sided as you said MJF was on the offense he was on the upside and he was taking full advantage of the offense and the position he was in and there was a new finisher which mjf used it was a little jumping variation of sammy callahan's finisher the cactus special and draping from the ropes it is it's not a new, it's not a new finisher he has been using uh, that since his uh, days in mlw all right for me it was new then i'm very sorry i'm very sorry i'm very sorry yeah go on continue so, no uh, that's it and slam anniversary was great <laughs> oh yeah yeah Uh, I couldn't uh, enjoy Slamiversary like you do because uh, I told you this before. The crowd element, 
Yes. Uh, it it irks many people. Uh, but as you, uh, it is that uh, the companies have to, uh, you know, be different. That could be the reason, or I don't know. But with regards to the action, what happened in the ring, that was uh, great. With regards to Slam anniversary. They are not doing what WWE or AW are doing with regards to the crowd, having the people from the roster at ringside. But whatever happened in the ring, except the knockouts gauntlet, that was brilliant, in my opinion. Hope they can maintain this uh, buzz and quality for the next two, three. Five six months for the next two three years. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, back to dynamite. Uh, the human mic stand. Uh, Tony Shivani. He tried to interview Reba. Uh, she tried to explain. <laughs> she tried to explain that her real name is Rebel. So Britt Baker, who was in the other locker room, screamed for Reba. Baker ordered Shivani to turn the wheelchair towards the camera. Then she starts explaining the rules of the role model. Uh, also brings up the situation with a broken nose. She calls herself the Michael Jordan and said not to count her out, especially when she'll be making a return at all out. Yes. So uh, who will be her uh, opponent? Uh, you have said that she might be gunning for the championship. Or yeah. she might. Uh, you were saying. Yeah, uh, I said. Um, I think she's gonna um, complete uh, the feud with uh, Big Swole. Then there is a mm. possibility mm. that uh, she goes for Shida at All Out. Mm -hmm. Yes, I also think so. The, uh, first, it is gonna be Swole. And how that comes about, that is a big question. Either they are booking a multi-woman match at All Out, or they have something else in place uh, with regards to Big Swole and the Dr. Baker DMD. We have to say that. We have to say that. I am very scared of that woman. She has Why? a person at she, because her boyfriend is at NXT and both uh, and he is going to the main roster. They uh, the two powerful people in two different companies. They have very much of the leverage on the wrestling world. They can do anything. And I am working in the wrestling industry. Maybe I won't be anywhere else. If I say anything bad about them, I am a big fan of Adam Cole. Even if people say that he needs to get thin, no, he he doesn't. He doesn't. He is a good chubby boy. He's a great yeah. person. Super cake, super cake, super cake. I am very fond of the sport fest which Adam Cole is in. I am a big yeah. fan, and he is not dead. He is not dead. I am contrary to the theory of 
the young bucks and the people at being the elite i think that adam cole is alive don't worry he'll be uh, the doctor will be joined by her baby in aw in the next i don't know come next january it could happen but if they are uh, in different companies they have leverage they can you know draw uh, big and better salaries from two different companies when they will be in one company that could uh, you can say lessen their leverage when they are in two different companies they can you know uh, get better salaries they can say that i can go there i can go to the other company where my wife or my boyfriend or whatever their relationship is right now is working so they can draw better money from the pocket of vince mcmahon or triple h or whoever is in charge and enjoy a better standard of living i think i think it depends on vince mcmahon if he doesn't see the next shawn michaels in him then he's going to be chasing the 24/7 championship anything anything wwe yes they are not doing it and now they are at the uh, at the point that they are now uh, ending the brand split there was a report what the fuck is happening there uh, back to dynamite absolutely uh, brian cage and tas come out for a promo segment Uh, Taz said he and Cage had a lot of discussion uh, regarding last week's uh, match. Uh, Cage was pretty close uh, firing Taz, but cooler heads prevailed. He explained that he threw in the towel because Moxley had a very tight armbar, and he didn't want Cage to re uh, injure his uh, bicep and have a second surgery. He said last week's situation won't happen again. He starts putting over Cage and his toughness and explains why he is the FTW champion. Uh, Darby Allen interrupts, and before he even enters the ring, uh, he gets blasted by Ricky Starks. Uh, Cage went uh, after Allen, power bomb to the apron. Uh, he then power bombs him inside the ring. Uh, Starks then hits a Gonzo bomb, like a it looked like a Gonzo bomb. Um, Cage then tried to use this skateboard on Allen, but until John Moxley made the save. Uh, he had the barbed wire bat in his hand, and that was it. So as a result of this, uh, we are getting a tornado tag team match next week on Dynamite. Starks and um, Cage and Starks versus Allen and Moxley. Yes, this is good. Uh, this is this is great. Uh, then uh, finally, uh, we are seeing that Ricky Starks is also having something to sink his teeth into on AW Dynamite on television. that he is a great talent he has come forth from 
NWA power. He was the television champion there. He lost to Zicky Dice. And the fact that he is such a great talent at such an age, he has earned that spot. And it is great that he has aligned with the likes of Brian Cage and Taz. And uh, it was also told uh, when uh, Brian Cage and uh, Taz were entering the ring that Brian Cage and Starks attacked Darby Allen last night on AW Dark. Allen, uh, Allen attacked Cage basically to uh, seek retribution last week for what Cage did to him. That was putting him on the shelf. That, that happened last week. Starks interrupted this week. The proceedings with Darby Allen and uh, Brian Cage as you just went through with the point that with a blindsided attack and it, the things could have gotten worse. Moxley entered like a hero with a barbed wire baseball bat. Yep. It is great now. They are pushing it. We have all out whenever. So we are still in speculation mode that what is going to happen at all out with regards to the AW World Championship. That is it going to be a rematch as we just said that with regards to Moxley and Cage or is it going to be a fresh match, MJF, quote-unquote, the prodigy versus John Mosley, the reigning champion. I think, this is, I think this is a, only a one-week thing. So after next week, when uh, Moxley is finished with uh, Cage, um, then we could see the uh, building up process for, for a match between MJF and uh, Mo- uh, Moxley. Um, because mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cage is, uh, it, it, is look, it is looking like Cage uh, will be facing Darby Allen at the pay-per-view. So that could be the case. Then what about uh, Ricky Starks? If you want to talk about fantasy booking, then uh, we could see something like uh, Moxie takes out Ricky Starks for good, at least for a couple of weeks. He has just, uh, you can say, he has just entered the fray of uh, Dynamite just right now. So uh, maybe they have inserted Ricky Starks in the feud for uh, having uh, a match with Darby Allen, maybe, and have a rematch of Brian Cage and John Moxley. So as to, you can say, uh, extend the gap between the match with regards to Darby Allen and uh, Brian Cage. So first, Cage and uh, you can say Moxley can happen. And then we will have the ultimate match of Brian Cage and Darby Allen, which is basically what we were expecting to happen. Because uh, they won't be, uh, you can say, having 
Darby Allen losing because he is one of their biggest stars. And having Cage lose another match, it would also lose, or you can say draw, whatever. Having another match with Cage on the losing or the uh, you can say disadvantage side would also be a bad thing. So they would be thinking of something. So let's see what happens. That's what you call unpredictable booking. Yes, and that is what is great. Seeing yeah. uh, unpredictable things and having unpredictable uh, scenarios on television on your programming is what is great. Unlike certain companies or a certain company at uh, Connecticut. Um, so they announced that uh, we'll be getting a AEW Women's Tag Team Tournament in the <laughs> summer. <laughs> and I hope it's just a tournament and we don't get them introducing tag team titles for the women because the singles division is yet to be established and introducing tag team titles is overkill. Uh, I would uh, little disagree because WWE uh, with regards to right now is uh, the whole thing is that basically what might have been the catalyst for this World Cup or whatever the fuck that it is, that WWE is making waves with the Women's Tag Team Championship with Sasha Banks and Bailey. So AEW is thinking that we have a, you know, a decent uh, you know, roster of women ourselves, whatever you call them decent or you call them shitty or whatever, but it is not great. It is not great. It is not great at all. So what we can do is something with the women's tag wrestling ourselves. It gives you another avenue for creating and executing interesting stories, storylines, and you can make screen time for more people in less time. And you were uh, saying this, uh, the term green, that maybe uh, Nyla Rose is green or any talent is green. That can also be minimized to showcase when you are in a tag team wrestling scenario. So it is another avenue for them to explore. It can also add to another, you can say more stories, but the thing is that they have to deliver on it. That would be the thing. The only thing they have to do is uh, do different, uh, I, I mean, different booking compared to what WWE did with their women's tag team titles. Mm -hmm. Yes. Plus, I, plus uh, another question, do they have the women uh, to establish that division if AEW does a tag team women's division? Uh, they would be uh, calling some uh, 
talents from the independent circuit they would be uh, that is why i said the point of uh, decent roster and i don't uh, there there would be the the nightmare sisters the you know the doll house whatever the fuck and yes now they also teased something in the match of uh, deamante and ivelis that they also tagged at one point in the independent circuit uh, they could also pose as a team in this world cup and other teams other talents from the independent circuit could also come for uh, could uh, to compete in this world cup as they can come for the open challenge for the tnt championship they can also compete in this world cup as we saw eddie kingston we can also see other people so um next up uh, chris jericho was being interviewed uh, he still mad at orange cassidy ruining his 7000 jacket he promises he will take his frustration on jurassic express tonight and will make them extinct so uh, we had a false count anywhere match young bucks uh, young bucks versus butcher and blade for the aew 24 7 championship <laughs> So fucking young bucks. Uh, the bucks are the bucks are the bucks are looking for uh, butcher and blade and found them cutting meat in a kitchen. Butcher and blade wash their hands and the match begins. Uh, Nick Jackson gets slammed on the steel table, uh, which got a two count. Uh, Matt was attacking both of them with meat. Um, action goes to the parking lot. So blade was in a trolley as. Butcher tried to slam Nick on the pillar, but nobody was home. The Bucks then double team Butcher and attack him with uh, a cookie sheet. Blade was back. Um, uh, Blade and Butcher then uh, sent Matt inside a production truck uh, while Nick was sent to the steel doors. Matt made a comeback with a big dive, taking both Butcher and Blade out. At one point, the Bucks super kicked Blade near the elevated stairs as he was carried away. uh action comes to the ring side until blade takes out uh, bucks with a steel chair then we see some table spots uh, blade missed a dive and the table while butcher speared nick through a table so finish saw all four men near the stage super kicks to both butcher and blade um, so the bucks uh, they climbed up to the uh, entrance tunnel uh, as butcher and blade were laid on the uh, laid on the table on both sides The Bucks then simultaneously hit a elbow drop and a senton from the entrance tunnel and went for the pin, a double pin. So it was okay. I didn't care uh, much for this match. What about you? <laughs> uh, same, same here. I didn't care much what uh, what was the story behind it. What was happening? Why was it happening? the only story that uh, they said that was that uh, it started when ftr made their presence known on aw television 
that was the only thing that was uh, said by excalibur the only thing that was said only thing there was nothing else that could have made people care nothing they were just fighting one another the sports on the steel table as you said mm. how uh, did they look brutal at all i am asking you it looked brutal but uh, the young bucks failed at selling that back injury or whatever selling that spot anything was that anything new are they very good at selling uh, they can uh, if it's a high pressure a high high, high quality match uh, like uh, the the one they had at revolution or maybe go back to their new japan days uh, mm. if uh, it's, it's just a small little situation like this uh, the selling part they are weak mm. they are weak they are not good or maybe they just don't care maybe that is yeah. the point that just don't care about wrestling that why is it happening it shouldn't look like it is a real fight or something like that that even a slightest offense hurts you should you can take a little bit of the selling part you can make the other person person's offense look like that it has hurt you a bit only doing fucking sports why would i care if it is not hurting anything that happened from the kitchen to the parking lot didn't oh, hurt matt oh, uh, i just remembered this uh, matt jackson was selling his ribs it happened once i i know when excalibur said that uh, he did that uh, you can say a swan turn from the production truck to the outside yes uh, on both butcher and the blade it happened for some seconds that was it it, it didn't happen throughout selling is that you are taking some time and you are favoring that's a part of your body which has hurt and you are taking some time before the next offense maneuver you are about to execute in front of the camera and then the best uh, the only thing that i wrote was that blade missed with the tope con hilo between the ropes he missed everything the man and the table he missed everything he had to go through the table just like homicide does with his signature spot butcher and the blade do not need to do aerial flips and flams like jericho says they are good with their offense basically the ground and pound they are tough sobs they do not need to do such shit basically young bucks one after leaping from 20 feet 
top of the stage thinking that it was very you know unique that they haven't done such leaps of faith in the past it didn't look special the fact that uh, the same fact i have said before it didn't look special why because they have done it time after time in the past now it doesn't look special now what they have to go 40 feet then it will look special now it just look like uh, okay what's new what is next another thing uh, we ranted about uh, spot fest matches last week yes um, uh, so the point is um, spot matches are spot fest matches are good if it is in front of real crowd 20000 1000 uh, fans in attendance yes. for example yeah. for example check out uh, dijakovic versus keith lee from takeover portland mm mm-hmm. uh, that was a spot fest match if you want to see uh, say it in simple words and mm-hmm. what made that match special was the fans yeah yes i can give that to you it looks special when it is in front of the crowd all right i can give that but the fact is that uh, if you have a story behind it if you have something that uh, makes people care about that match it adds to the aesthetic of the said match because if you are just doing spot 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 and you are not selling basically sell and have a story that adds to that match have the spots no problem but a little bit of selling a little bit of story that adds to the whole match it can add you can say uh, these people are marks you know so it adds to the stars of your matches it can add to the stars of your matches so spend a little bit of time in your promos or the back story and spend a little bit of time in the selling that it looks like it is hurting rather than you are doing a sequence which you have learned or you have just you know mugged up backstage please so uh, next up um, captain no charisma alex marves uh, he tried to interview <laughs> lance archer <laughs> um, but Archer was in no mood. Instead, he pulled Marvels to the locker room and beat down some jobbers, including throwing a poor guy through the roof and putting him in the garbage can. So while this was going on, uh, Jake Roberts was saying that they are pissed off, pissed off right now, and that was it. Um, I don't know what's next for Lance Archer because it feels like there is no big time feud for him at the uh, present time. The only guy I could think of was Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. because uh, jungle boy is someone that uh, will get over even in defeat mm-hmm. and what is your take on lance archer and what is what's next possibly next for him 
Lance Archer, I also agree uh, with that point that uh, he's directionless right now. That uh, he needs an opponent, a legit opponent, which uh, can, you know, they both can, you know, lock horns and compete in a competitive bout. And also he needs TV time. There should also be TV time. You only have two hours. And there should also be time with regards to, you know, competing against one another. So there needs to be time. There needs to be a legit feud. Who can step up with him? That uh, who is there? Who is there? Uh, a big guy or a small guy? You are saying Jungle Boy uh, will. Uh, who is there? Uh, will Luchasaurus step up in the build towards the feud? If you are saying that Jungle Boy should be the next uh, guy who faces him, but the fact is, whoever faces him, he needs to win that match with regards to build legitimacy in his character. That he has something because the last we know of him in some big level was that he. Uh, I guess lost. He lost a big match to Cody. Yes. So he needs to build something. So he needs to get a win over some person in a good competitive match. Maybe no problem. Squash matches are there. Yes, I agree. But in a good competitive bout, in a good a uh, story of sorts yes that helps but yes there needs to be time too you only have two hours you have plethora of talent they have to think about him because he is a great talent no doubt about uh, next up we had diamante versus evelis uh, this went about 6 minutes a uh, decent showing by both women uh, finish uh, saw diamante with his uh, prize roll up pin uh, which got her the win uh, we have uh, you, you just mentioned that um, these two could be a potential tag team if aw wants a tag team division or they can put them in that uh, women's tag team tournament mm. yes uh, it was uh, i have uh, heard about uh, heard about these two competitors i have not seen any of their matches so i was looking forward to watch this match i was uh, pretty much you can say okay it was a good match it was said that uh, diamante won last night on aw dark she has one and three record and evelise is uh, making her debut she has been trained by savio vega she is a three time champion at shine she is the current champion excalibur told jr and there was also 
30s yes they can be a tag team and they were basically you can say answering the open challenge or answering hikaru shida the aw women's champions call for all comers for the championship she was at ringside she wasn't shown on camera i don't know why maybe she was eating something or she was busy and in this match the selling of offense was great there was uh, maybe young bucks need to take some notes from these two ladies Ooh. and that was that they were going and transitioning between the holds slowly that the fact that whatever moves they are hitting each other it is hurting it was a good wrestling match and the spanish or maybe they are not uh, big fans of being the elite or else they were speaking in spanglish the spanish trash talk in the midst of the bout between one another was also building up heat between one another it was looking like that yes they are you can say uh, building each other up or you can say firing each other up to hit one another to fight basically and as you said diamante defeated via the inside cradle out of nowhere it was a good match overall plus uh, aw needs to sign these two ladies because these these two ladies are someone that they can use for a big feud uh, in the future Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely, they can. Diamante is maybe signed because she has been appearing or dark, or maybe uh, she is not on uh, their full-time contract. So she is still an independent uh, contractor. Whatever the case may be, that yes, they would be good additions to the roster. I agree with you. Uh, so next we had um, Alan Pai Angels. So he was facing Angman had a page. <laughs> before you start, before you start, we had a poll with uh, we asked on uh, Instagram that will this match last five minutes or more than that? Because the fact is, we thought that we. do not expect this match to be more than that that hangman page should not be given or be giving this guy more than 5 minutes of his time can you guess how long this match went it went more than 5 that i know i guess Eight minutes and twenty-nine seconds precisely. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> the fact is, the fact is that I do not understand understand that what is 
their problem the fa the same problem happened with uh, the omega and the uh, enhancement talent thing which happened which also garnered a controversy and i don't know uh, this was the same guy alan angels faced kenny omega the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> now he was masked so that it doesn't uh, you know come about again all right fuck oh. <laughs> so right. like like i said uh, this was very similar to the match alan angel had with kenny omega so um so in uh, in this situation also uh, angels uh, got a lot of offense So finish saw Page hitting the pop-up power bomb for the win. Um, <laughs> so, so the Dark Order was out to scout this match. Uh, Post-match, Brody Lee and Colt Cabana joined them. Lee entered the ring. He says he has been impressed with Page's performance, but not impressed with the lack of friends he has. He then offers him a place in the Dark Order and guarantees him he'll never be alone again. Page responds, uh, uh, resp- uh, replies to him. He appreciates the offer, but he isn't ready to join a cult. Lee gets pissed and orders the Dark Order to attack them. Um, so Dark Order <laughs> attack uh, Page until FTR, uh, followed by Kenny Omega, make the save. FTR then hands Page uh, a beer, and that was it. So as a result, uh, they are booked Omega and Page uh, defending the AEW World Tag Team titles against Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order. Back <laughs> do they have a thing for this uh, guy Alan Angels or something I don't know the, the fact is that uh, Hangman Page is their champion one half of their tag team champion and they are uh, uh, the fact the thing is that they are also thinking that he would be their main uh, main guy the face of the company in the future or maybe he is currently he is being shown with beer and uh, alcohol kind of like stone cold and the thing is that he is your face of the company or future face of the company main eventer he is going up against a member of the faction who is basically maybe a enhancement talent in some shape or form why are you giving 8 minutes it looks like he is a legit person but you have not build the faction or that said person as such on your programming either with your promos either with your in ring segments or your backstage segments as a threat even if your commentators say again and again that oh my god brody lee oh my god cold cabana oh my god this and that they are a threat on one side you have your tv and on the other side i am saying uh, being the elite dark order doing stupid shit what the fuck i am seeing you are showing your 
crew as a threat as a dark entity maybe dark entity or whatever a villainous group in your television programming and then on the other side they are being shown on the youtube channel from the ch uh, the channel from which your television program has come about they are there doing comedy and people are going oh, 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 oh so much funny they are now the stars of this show what, what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck seriously dark order is doing their comedy skits it is not this it is hurting their character if somebody is seeing both the both content it is hurting their uh, character basically how will you take them seriously how but the fact is they should get over not in a comedic sense it should get over based upon the fact that they should hate them not love them they should hate them because it is an what is their fucking character their fucking character is a evil cult they do not want the baby faces to join them so do you expect that with their comedy skits and uh, shenanigans when the crowd will be there they would be cheering they would be cheering for the baby faces to join their uh, dark order do you want that will that look uh, great or do you want that people matlab uh, cheering or do you want that a uh, no i don't know I, it could be that uh, all these months uh, the dark order didn't get over on tv so they could be experimenting uh, uh, the being the elite rub just like they did with uh, the rest of the characters for this last 3 4 years let's see i do not understand cause the fact is it is a their character doesn't give them uh, the leverage of being comedy characters on another show and here on their on this show they are being portrayed as a serious a dark people who are recruiting people in their group or cult whatever it is a mismatch that is what i am saying that's that's the thing the aw fan aw fan base will get it uh, if you are an outsider watching this uh, the points you mentioned they they will also relate to the points you mentioned so uh, do uh, all elite wrestling uh, not want outsiders or the casual viewers to tune in your show and build your audience they only want the 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 hardcore fans or you can say they're only their 
uh, audience who have been invested in their uh, programming they have they only want a restricted audience that is what they are going for kodi said uh, kodi said uh, in an interview uh, months back that he doesn't want uh, he wants to it doesn't want to cater to the casual audience that wwe is catering to mm-hmm. so that could be a thing so why can't you make a product which uh, is like a thing that uh, you can say which is logical and which also draws people to your product that wrestling is great i should watch that even satisfying your uh, current audience and also drawing more viewers even from the outer stratosphere to your product i think that will eventually happen in the coming years but for now they are catering to the casual audience the casual i'm saying casual audience their core audience their core audience or yes mm-hmm. okay so let's And quickly get into the main event uh, if you wanted to say something else um the only thing for this match was that uh, Page was joined by FTR last week at the bar during the Elite and Jurassic Express match. So we have FTR maybe drawing a wedge between the two champions, the tag team champions, whilst we build towards a future bout for the tag team titles. And Omega is on the verge of transitioning to the cleaner mode, it seems, and. you said uh, with regards to that dark orders uh, dark order was their scouting i was also a bit perplexed at the beginning that where is the rest of the members but uh, they arrived at the start of the commercial break and brody offered page to join but page refused and brody also brody lee the exalted one also brought up the issues which plagued the relationship of omega and page the relationships you uh, the problems you mentioned and ftr saved page from the ambush of dark order omega also reached the ring to the aid of his tag team partner but he happened to reach there last it is building it is drawing a wedge between the tag team champions it is happening maybe now they are about to lose their championship soon lot of storytelling in just that alone yes it is great it is good storytelling um, unlike so, some people who are not good at selling and running a youtube channel oh, come on <laughs> being the elite has been good lately just check out that uh, gallus and anderson segment that was gold yes that was gold i agree i agree i agree um shall we get to the main event yes the main event jurassic express and the inner circle so uh, this match went about 17 minutes uh, so earlier parts of the match uh, jericho 
and Agar were working on the injured leg of uh, Lucha Soros after he was in an ankle lock. Marco Stern got involved in the match twice. At one point, Santana and Ortiz tried to uh, do the same, but in comes Jungle Boy, Harikarana on Santana, sending him crashing on into Ortiz. We mm. saw, uh, who we all assumed was Serpentico. Uh, he used the baseball, uh, baseball bat on uh, Luchasaurus. Uh, referee didn't see this. Jericho capitalized, hit the code breaker for the win. Uh, post-match, uh, Inner Circle uh, beat up Jurassic Express. Uh, Serpentico it's a shooting star on Luchasaurus. Serpentico was in the middle and it's he removes his mask, he removes his mask, and it's the new and improved Sammy Guevara. Hmm. Um, best friends and Orange Cassidy uh, come for the save as inner circle retreat. So as a result of this, we are getting a 10-man tag uh, next week on Dynamite Inner Circle versus Jurassic Express and Best Friends. Thank God, Sammy Guevara is back. Yes, thank the Almighty. Indeed. Not Bobby Lashley, but yes, Sammy Guevara is back from sensitivity classes. But yes, Sammy Guevara is back. This this match stemmed from the backstage interview, basically, of Jurassic Express, where they made fun of... Chris Jericho and the other members of the inner circle being doused in orange juice by Orange Cassidy in the center of the ring. They were embarrassed. Jum uh, Jurassic Express basically rubbed salt in their wounds. This was the story, which, which was the catalyst for this match, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus versus Hager and Jericho. Jungle Boy and Jericho got to a draw last year. And as you said, Hager grabbed Luchasaurus in the ankle lock and him and Jericho started targeting the bullseye, i.e. the ankle, via repeated kicks and the chop block by Hager. And as always, there was a signature Aubrey spot. She does that with Jericho or other guys. It happens every time. She has to put herself over. Such an attention seeking WH dash. She is also an executive there. This was a joke. This was a joke. Don't take it uh, seriously, please. She is also uh, an exec. Um, if um, you got New Japan fans watching this, uh, then they are familiar with a referee named Red Shoes Uno. He is yes, also, also similar to our, uh, Aubrey Edwards. In a way, he's a bet he does a better job in uh, being the attention of that match and he does a great job at that so that could okay. be the element all right all right so she has taken inspiration from red shoes yes mm -hmm. all by, right. by the way there was another uh, there's a old school referee i'm not earl hebner am i right yes mm -hmm. he, he's all also an attention seeker referee in the years uh, he was in wwf and tna 
बट आई डोंट थिंक सो दैट ही वॉज सच सच ब्लेटेंट एंड सच यू कैन से लाउड मे बी इफ यू कंपेयर टू गर्ल हेबनर और ऑब्री एडवर्ड्स विंक विंक यस शी इज ऑल्सो एन एग्जीक्यूटिव एट ऑल इलीड रेस्लिंग एल एल सी शी इज डूइंग पॉडकास्ट ए डब्ल्यू रिस्ट्रिक्टेड विद टोनी स्क्योन on youtube and she is uh, at office yes and she is getting herself over on television maybe she is gunning for an on screen character as a manager of someone maybe maybe it is on her on the back of her mind maybe and um, if somebody is on social media and following all elite wrestling maybe uh, i don't know that uh, she is in uh, she is good friends with dustin roads maybe i don't know somebody said to me and and uh, there was an assisted frankensteiner by jungle boy inside out as you said on santana from the apron to the outside also wiping out ortiz that was fucking beautiful a mast samigora helps with a baseball bat shot without attention seeking obri looking to get the inner circle the victory Sammy is back from sensitivity classes happy to see him and post match irrelevant illogical coming to the aid are the best friends and orange cassidy it is logical obviously to further the feud but it was too little too late as they come to fend off the inner circle but the fact is that i don't think that it was much of a save to be honest as the inner circle had pummeled and beaten the fuck out of jurassic express enough to send them to the hospital they were too objection late. my lord objection my lord yes i think uh... best friends uh, took this long to make the say because i think orange cassidy wasn't interested and the, he i think he was lying somewhere in the floor uh, yeah. half the time they convinced cassidy let's go make the say so that could be reason why they were so late to the party i give it to you i give it to you um anything else regarding no. this match uh no uh, that's it uh, i am happy to see sami goara back that's it and looking forward to seeing that what is in store for the spanish god that's it it was a great uh, it was a great uh, great show highly uh, good entertainment and happy and very 
glad to see Eddie Kingston. So before we go, uh, where can these guys find you? Uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter at Abby Maniac A W B Y M A N I A C as always, and I'm working with Wrestle Square. It is a Indian independent wrestling promotion. They have a YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. They are possibly holding tapings very soon. So stay tuned to season three of the YouTube series. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Twitter at Slam Up W, Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling. Our podcast and reviews are mainly audio based. And if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, then you can catch Slam Up Wrestling on Anchor and Spotify as well. So this was. Uh, the AEW Dynamite review and we'll see you guys next time.